Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm here with Kaden, Senna, and Yasmin. And this week, we're going to talk about how the media portrays mental illnesses. Does anyone want to start us off? Oh, God. Oh, okay. I'll just go. Um, so, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Yasmin talking. Um, so, I guess uh, a little starter we can all go off of. Um <clears throat> I think there's a, a lot of influencers that do um, like show or portray their mental illnesses or talk about it or try to um, kind of reach out to people that have similar problems. So they kind of make it more relatable. Um, sorry, I'm like out of breath. But um, an example is actually, oh my God, I love her. Her name is Emma Chamberlain. I don't know if you guys know her but she is amazing um she actually has a podcast and I always listen to it um she's like the one person that everyone recently kind of started going to for more like relatable content um because she's literally like the perfect portrayal or example of our generation like that's what I think at least and she's really cool um she talks about different stuff like being alone or how she struggles sometimes and it's okay to have mental breakdowns or whatnot and that's something you don't ever see on social media in my opinion unless you're listening to podcasts like this one um but it's just it's just how it is and because social media usually is the main way that mental health is targeted to worsen not make it better or anything because um the lies and fakeness that is all over social media so that is how we're going to start it off for now <laughs> awesome I also agree with what you said about like how there are like more influences that are like coming out and talking about their mental illnesses and I feel like that's really helpful and like I guess making it seem more normal to have like a mental illness I guess because like I feel like before it's it was more like, oh my gosh, like you have a mental illness. Oh no, like get away from me kind of thing. But also I feel like they're like slowly helping to like destigmatize it and making it more like normal for people to have mental illnesses. So I think that's really helpful. Hey guys, what's up? Shut up and just <laughs> literally answer. <laughs> Well, I think a big thing that sort of relates to Emma Chamberlain and other sort of influencers that have become more and more popular is relatability. Um, how um, like in like in, I guess, the U.S. specifically, where there is like a constant influx of cultures and peoples from all around the world, it's becoming more and more important to sort of um, have more representation in media, um, whether it's about race or ethnicity, but also um, about um, mental health and mental illnesses. Um, and so I think that's a big reason why Ember, Emma Chamberlain has such a big uh, fan base. Uh, a lot of people can sort of relate to her, um, her experiences, in addition to her being sort of like a funny person. Okay, now, that Pichoy, now that Pishoy said nothing. <laughs> so what do you mean? I don't know how these podcasts work, guys. This is my first one. Give me a break. Somebody else take the mic because Pashoy does not need it. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> can everyone hear me? 
Yeah. Um, oh my god, I guys, think... Rhea's here! Rhea, you have to <laughs> Rhea's here, guys. She's speaking now. Thank you, Yasmin. But anyways, like, I think we should also talk about how the media tends to romanticize mental disorders. Because I feel like ha- they're like, after certain shows like 13 Reasons Why, a lot of people, um, well, not a lot of people, but like, I just like, I think uh, it became like more of a trend to like say you have a mental illness or like disorder even if you don't have one and I just remember having um I think 13 reasons why I came out when I was like in middle school so like after it came out a bunch of my friends who were um like my friends and peers were all like oh I have depression and I found out through like um and I found out through a website online and that was it like I have bipolar disorder or something and because um a site online told me so without actually inquiring to see a doctor or a professional in general and I just think that um like the the romanticization of mental illnesses is like so bad and um isn't what should be portrayed to younger audiences or children because um, these are actual things people struggle with in their daily lives and um, need to like see professional help for it in order to like um, pr- improve or like just feel better on a daily basis. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry. I definitely agree because people don't realize like the severity of like what they're saying they have. Like people with depression, have like a lot of trouble like in life and like it's kind of like it's kind of undermining the struggles that they go through on a daily basis by saying that you also have like said disorder because like um like it's it's really like it takes a toll on somebody's mental like like energy so it's really hard for people to um like walk around and say oh I have depression when other people are saying they have depression and they don't really know what people are going through yeah (laughs) then the go for joy no I just wanted to say slay never come on this podcast again anyways Rhea what were you saying um I was just gonna say that I feel like a lot of people who aren't really depressed but kind of play it off at um that they are because they like kind of feel some of the symptoms for like a day or few like a few days and um like even though they haven't actually seen a professional or anything and it's just like um I think the media kind of tends to like while the media has become more open to mental illnesses there's always kind of like um some people who um kind of say they have it just so they can feel included um with a with people who actually have to deal with these um mental illnesses and disorders on a daily basis and it's just so weird that you would want to like try to feel included by saying you have a mental disorder when it's actually some like there's much more to just being depressed or just having like bipolar disorder yeah I feel like especially because like people don't view social media as like something super serious I guess it's like having mental like health and illnesses being like so widespread across social media also like kind of downplays it and like makes it I guess less serious which like 
I guess helps with like being more relatable or like you know spreading awareness because it makes it more assess accessible but like at the same time it's like I feel like it makes it less severe or like less um serious which like can also take a toll on people who are suffering because then it's like oh it's like it makes it seem like it's not a huge deal when it actually is um I would also like like to talk about how um what was I saying we oh, okay wait oh yeah how like some people like on the media it's definitely more like well known that like mental um like mental illness is like um more like prevalent I feel like in today's society and in our generation like we look more upon it than people did in previous generations because we've come a long way with like how we react to people being like depressed or having anxiety so I feel like we definitely took like steps in the right direction um I also wanted to talk about how like um what's it called it's like the media also kind of just Sorts like mental health and stuff like that because um and it also like adds to the stigma I guess in some sense because when like people are like doing like news coverages on like criminals or people like that it's like a lot of them do have mental illnesses but then also like they like label them as like their illness or like they label them as like crazy and then it's like everyday people who also have that illness are also like seen as like crazy or like dangerous when in reality they're like not they're probably like the victim of like their mental illness and it's like actually hurting them and they're like not like that at all so I guess like the media also can like add to a lot of the stigma that's surrounding mental illnesses I just wanted to talk about that as well today um I completely agree with that I think I would probably be contributing to that because of a lot of the shows I watch, like I'm very interested in criminal shows or like law justice related shows and they tend to like take on specific mental illnesses, like you said, and like make it seem like, and then obviously paints these people as um, murderers and serial killers or feel like criminal minds, those shows. Um, and I think we take that and we run and with especially with like such little information on mental health or like people choosing not to educate themselves on it when you see shows and movies like that then that's what people use to um create their um, opinions and assumptions about mental health disorders so it's definitely um very harmful oh i had a thought um this is actually when um ria i think mentioned 13 reasons why or somebody here um I think, okay, let me talk about this show. I watched it. I don't know if you guys watched it too. Um, it was a good show. It was a great show. Um, I like that they kind of included like the whole hotline or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think they did. Or like they filmed like a little short video and posted it too about like, if you have the same issues, reach out to somebody. Um, but I think that's actually like, come to think of it, we don't have as many shows that are like that, that like, portray a lot of what's happened in a show like the the show might have been like taken to the top I don't, I don't think overdramatized is the word for lack of better words overdramatized it was exaggerated exaggerated there we go um 
but it's it's definitely a step in the right direction. I think somebody used that phrase about I keep I just keep forgetting who was talking to be honest, but um, <laughs> that that that's that. Um, in every podcast, I literally in every episode I say that's that, and I go um, and then I start like a new idea. But we do need like a petition for more mental health shows because um, that show was definitely it, it gained a lot of attention quickly, and it was only from the trailer, which I think is really cool. But then they kind of just like went downhill after the first season, in my opinion. Um, but that's how. I don't know if are shows considered media, like watching shows. What do you guys think? Yes, no. I would say so. You think so? TV, TV, it's all, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but that that's like if you think about it, it's one out of like over a thousand, uh, like a million shows or movies that are out there. Um, I don't know how common it is actually to have a show, but that was the first one that's actually caught attention. Um, and then a lot of influencers don't talk about mental health. Like they don't talk about anything, actually. Like uh, Pashua was saying, it's it's it really depends on like how relatable uh, a social influencer is. Um, and so they're... I mentioned Emma Chamberlain because she was like the first person that came to my head and she's the only person actually um, who pops in my head. Uh, but I think it's when you have like, because I see so many of her comments on her videos of how people just go to her and how she saved their life. And, you know, actually, let's talk about that. There are so many people on like social media, like TikTok or Instagram or what that like you'll see comments where it's like oh this person unintentionally saved my life how do you guys feel about those comments do you guys have like a, a person you'd comment that to thoughts opinions let's go i don't think i have someone that i would say saved my life on I'm, I'm like there's a lot of people i look up to on the internet but then that also brings up a thing where you don't really know people on the internet so um like idolizing them and making them role models and saying, I don't know. And because a lot of like celebrities and influencers down the line, something comes out about them. And like, oh, I used to like this person. I used to support this person. But like to answer your question directly, I don't think I've ever felt like that strongly about someone, but I can definitely see, um, I can definitely see it like saving someone's life and someone like, like in like, the most desperate moments feeling like, this is exactly what I needed. So I can see how people comment that. Okay. You said nothing good enough. Rhea, what do you, what do you think? Uh, when Yasmin mentioned that, um, when she mentioned um, like having an artist or yeah, an artist that like saved your life or something, I didn't really personally think of someone, um, but I just remembered that a lot of people kind of feel that way about BTS. This is like so random, but I think it's because BTS kind of has like a lot of like like a lot of the Korean songs are kind of talk about mental illness 
and like um, their own personal struggles with it. And when Yasmin mentioned that, I just kind of remembered how, uh, like seeing a bunch of comments saying that, um, oh, this song like helped me go um, get through a tough time I was in or like, um, like uh, just like BTS kind of saved my life because um, their music like helped me and I like, a dark part of my life so I can like see why um like musical artists or um like any influencer that like uses their platform to like speak about mental health um can um can help support like their fans or just other people who like didn't know them at first and just kind of create um a safe space for those people to um um feel like uh like just feel like they're being heard or like what they're not alone in what they're going through yeah i definitely agree with both senna and ria Um, i think like definitely like artists or like influencers can definitely create like a safe space that um some people may not have like directly around them with like the people close to them or things like that but then also at the same time, similar to Senna, I think me personally, I can't think of anyone like that for me. Just because for me to have that, for me, I need like a personal relationship with them or like kind of like know them. Because I feel like influencers, it's like so many of them are like fake. <laughs> it's like that's like their social media presence and like their real personality is like not who they are on like TikTok or like Instagram. So I feel like for me, there isn't anyone specifically like that, but I can definitely see how like some people might find like comfort in like songs or like artists or like certain influences. I was literally going to say that, but there was, uh, I was going to ask because apparently I'm just an interviewer because I have to like, what's the word? Oh my God, I don't want to sound like violent. They're going to figure out I'm Muslim and they're going to like cancel the podcast. Anyways, I'm not going to be aggressive. But I was going to say, do you guys like this? This is the same question as the last one I asked. But like, how do you how do you guys feel about music? Like, do you guys think like personally? Okay, if I'm having like a really rough day and I just want to get away from everybody, I'll go to like an empty spot um, away from everybody. Like, for example, today at school, I was having a really rough day. I went to my car. I shut the doors, locked the doors, made it bulletproof. God knows what happened. But I just laid down. I put the seat all the way back and I just listened to Giveon because that is my crush. And Senna called me basic and she thinks she's hilarious and quirky. Um, But I love him. And he, even though he kind of makes like depressing love music it's my thing and he kind of gets me out of my own head so what do you guys think about music um, Why are you <laughs> I, think that, I think that music is a very good way to kind of just like relax I personally I love music if I'm not like watching tv or hanging out with my friends or like I don't know reading or something I'm listening to music I don't do many things but listening to music I listen to music like all the time like when I'm in the car I listen to music when I go on a walk I'm listening to music when I'm going to bed I'm listening to music it's just like it's kind of part of like my daily routine now and it's like it's really like calling why are you reading off the wikipedia page who me yes go away 
um i don't know music is good i play the violin i sound pretty good i don't know no, you hear it here you don't know what we're talking about <laughs> I was handling a meeting. Shut up. We were talking about how music gets you out of your own thoughts. You don't play violin. Literally, what I said was right. (laughs) Really get uploaded to Spotify. (laughs) Um, To actually answer the question, I would say that um, (laughs) I think like when I'm having like when I wake up, I I always wake up. I'm gonna be so serious. I wake up in like a really upset mood because I'm just not. I'm already over the day. So like the moment I listen to music, my favorite playlist, and I just feel much better. And like so, it's like my way of getting away. Like Yasmin was saying. So yeah. Same. I feel like music can definitely like help me de-stress or like put me in like the zone when I like want to like focus but like also like when I'm listening to like music that's like super like fun or like calming it's like it really helps me de-stress and I feel like it really like puts me in like a safe space I guess no matter where I'm like physically am I feel like mentally it like creates like a safe space for me if I'm like listening to some of my favorite songs that like really helps me like calm calm down and like have fun. I also agree that music is very therapeutic. I think that even like just when you're feeling low or something, like listening to like your favorite song or like a good feel playlist can help uplift your mood. And I think music just has a way of um, connecting a bunch of people and um, making um, making others feel like their thoughts and emotions are heard through songs and music is just like relatable and um, I don't know sometimes when I'm like listening to music I just kind of go in my main character moment like ignoring everyone else but like my certain playlists I'm just kind of like no I'm the main character right <laughs> at this moment so it's just it's really good for when you're like in a bad mood and you kind of need that extra booster. The word is therapeutic. I was looking for, but what kind of listen? What, what kind of music do you think you're funny, Senna? Senna's making faces, but um, what's it called? What kind of music? Like, if you guys are in a bad mood, what kind of music do you listen to? Do you listen? Do you listen to slow music or do you listen to like party in the USA? <laughs> so you listen to violin. You listening to something that's not slow music. Pishoy, Pishoy, like gets in one of his moods and he just goes up to this one or whips out his violin and starts making some. Yeah, tunes. definitely. <laughs> you guys are menaces. No era. I would like to know violin. how Pishoy didn't answer any questions. I love how he's kind of just making comments every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I love. definitely listens to like instrumentals of like just violin <laughs> he's like let me get an idea or so because i suck so bad at what i do oh my god <laughs> you guys are killing me i love okay, that question and answer um, and imagine, not a podcast that imagine, i listen imagine. to like <laughs> no answer the question no Imagine four foot ten Pishoy walking up his stairs, going to his room, whipping out a volume from the case, and just playing some tunes. I'm five foot four. (laughs) Anyways, Caden. Same thing. 
Okay. So I kind of only listen to like three artists. So it's kind of always the same thing. Um, and like, I kind of just rotate what I listen to. I, I don't really listen to like happy music or sad music. I kind of just like listen to music, like all music all at once. Like I'll, I'll have like a playlist play all at once. and then it's like a really happy song. And then it's like a really depressing song right after it. You listen to them all at once? Question mark. Like you just, no no like you have like like you know. like you have like se- you have like seven different devices like one I'm being slow. bullied. <laughs> one plays slow music, the other plays like rock, and then you have like Santa screaming yes. device. How'd you know? <laughs> oh, I'm like Cadence. I listen to like any music. Like I just have one huge playlist with like R and B and soul and a bunch of different genres. So like I just hit play and you know yeah. I feel like I'm like the opposite of you guys. Like I cannot when I have like a happy song playing and I'm like in a good mood and then like this depressing song comes on, like that just like kills my mood. So I just have like playlists for like sad music and happy music. And then for me, when I'm sad, I like I like listening to sad music and it just like I don't know. I feel like just making me more sad and then it just like snaps me out of it kinda. So for me, I have my playlist set up like that. So it's like based on my moods yeah I mean I've tried doing like splitting playlists but then I always just like listen to one of them it never works out me too that's what like I have 20 billion but I only listen to like two of them yeah but I have a question for what is chopping what is that like a general Chopin Chopin? like an Chopper like a composer. <laughs> it's the guy, there's the little baby on it's TikTok. The violin and joke. he's always like, I want to listen to Chopin. And then the dad's like, okay, you know who I'm talking about? No? Okay. <laughs> Just me then. <laughs> he's a violinist. He's a composer. <laughs> he makes music. That's all we need to know. Oh my God. It's already too much. Guys. New new episode coming out soon of Pishore teaching us how to use the violin. Oh yes. Five minutes ago you guys were like, oh my god, I would hate to hear Bijoy play. <laughs> I mean that's very true. Like I would imagine, like, you know how you have like awkward movie scenes where you have like the screeching of a vo- that's what you would sound like. Why do I come? No, wait, no, guys. I'm not even gonna lie. I heard him play violin once and he's not bad. Not bad. No, like it was it was good. Is we can hear the lie in your voice. No, I'm not even lying. Okay. Um, I think the next now you have to go get it. Oh yeah. Does anybody sure you have to play for us now? I mean hurry up. The meeting's gonna end in like seven minutes. (laughs) What about the violin? It's under your desk, is it not? (laughs) Actually it's in his back pocket. (laughs) I'll whip it out. You have so a mini violin that like Stuart used. Like Stuart. The little rat movie. <laughs> oh my god. Um You're killing me. Anyways, does anybody here else uh, does anybody else here play your turns? Yeah, that's what I, I <laughs> And then I stopped. But I used to play trombone. Wow! I know. He gets a wow. <laughs> I get a wow. I have what one of my basement. Like you're four eleven. That's what I get. I'm what? <laughs> That's what she said to me. Oh, 
anyways yeah i played for like a long time like five years why'd you stop wow i, I stopped is. because i started taking ap classes yes i mean so. stop acting like you know what the trombone is i don't know the words i'm saying i said trombonian i don't know what i'm saying trombonian. <laughs> joanne ria senna oh i also played the violin wow wow you know what oh She's my god good. She's yeah, probably yeah. actually good. Probably like way better than me. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, play anymore mine. though. Peter is better than you. Peter. Yes, mean. Can you calm down? Joanna's trying to talk. <laughs> the fellow violin. <laughs> Joanna. Joanne, I said. I meant it. Joanne. You're good. But yeah, I quit. I played for like ten years, but then I was like, then whoa, and you quit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this is like not for me after 10 years. I know. Imagine I just like whipped out a piano and I could play it. That'd be so cool. <laughs> like in your from your pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the jokes, Pishoy. You are not quirky. <laughs> after Caden said, whip out the vinyl from your back pocket, you weren't supposed to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I said it first. Okay. Um, what was the topic of this? Yeah, oh. let's talk about that. <laughs> How media portrays your mental health. And we're talking about the violin. Okay, that's music. Music, music is on media. That is so that. true. Um, I like R and B. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Pishoy goes home and pops like rock music with all those people who have like mohawks and spiky heads and just like jams to it. Spiky like, <laughs> heads. No. You look like one. I look. <laughs> anyway. Um, we should start like a band. You want to start one with me? Can you? you I don't yeah, want to talk to you ever <laughs> again. But I'll probably um, text you later. Don't worry. But I feel like getting back on topic because I don't know what's going on. I feel not, like the media. Not in your head. You're not saying anything. Okay. okay. Um, anyways, I feel like the media, it, like, it brings attention to mental health, but it also kind of, like, portrays it in, like, a negative light sometimes, which could be really harmful to a lot of people. I like the, um, whoever brought up, um, like, sort of the romanticization of, um, mental, uh, mental illness, because I feel like that sort of came up a lot, and uh, personally, in my middle school, a lot of people would sort of, Mm -hmm. like, what they would call self-diagnose themselves, in order to, I have no idea what, um, but it was like such a prevalent thing. And it was so odd for people that would want to sort of like um, label themselves as having gone through a mental illness without um, necessarily, without that necessarily being true. Um, yeah. At my school, it was also super prevalent, but I don't like people like self-diagnose themselves with mental illnesses and then would like use it as like an excuse for things. Mm-hmm. which was like like weird because it's like why would you that is do weird. that <laughs> yeah I don't yeah I don't even know but like this was like big in middle school for me I feel like in high school things got more I guess serious sort of more like people knew how to think yeah people like thought about what they said before they actually like went around telling people mm-hmm. which I think 
I feel like that's why in middle school, everybody kind of just like said whatever they wanted to because they didn't really have like a filter. Yeah. Um, so like people grow, which is like important in like the mental health field because it um, <clears throat> it shows how serious mental illness can be and stuff like that. Yasmin has nothing to say. No way. Stop. Anyways, um, we don't have that much time left. Does anybody have final final remarks? This was very fun, guys. Yes. Yeah. Also, sure. listeners, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah, we have an Instagram. Oh, my God. Instagram. Are you going to tell them what the Instagram is? I don't know what it it's is. An Instagram. <laughs> That's cool. Research. Follow our brain. It's Brainwave Psych on instagram and we also have a website that's currently under construction because we're just quirky and go get us on linkedin and apply for a job oh yeah you can come work i guess for us i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you can work with us with us that makes more sense but for Mm -hmm. like you can work over yasmin if you okay (laughs) anyways um i thank all the listeners for tuning in Yes, um, thank you. I'm going to be you. listening to this later too. Who else would you like to Definitely. thank? Definitely. <laughs> yes. Anyway, thank me always. because I'll be listening to this again when now I'm editing. That Pishore needs to shut up. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dream <laughs> <laughs> Talks, and we will see you next. I'm not going to lie. I thought I was muted. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.